Shalom Racha, Be'ezus Hashem. We're learning a new simon in Hilchos Tefillin, Simon Chavav. Din mi she'ein lo'y elo tefillachas, the lachas of a person who only has one tefillin. So, first of all, the word tefillah is the word tefillin in its singular form. That's number one. It doesn't mean tefillah as davening, prayer. It means tefillin as one tefillin as opposed to tefillin as two. That's number one. Number two, just to... Uh, give a scenario before you see Sif Aleph here, is that I actually had a recent situation where someone approached me, he asked me if his tefillin shalyad was was kosher. And he showed it to me, and there were three corners. The problem is, you have to have four corners. And it was, one corner was really, unfortunately, uh, smashed in, and it was not a kosher corner. So he was diving by the early minion, and I was able to lend him my tefillin shalyad. And then I borrowed it back, I took it back, I had it, he gave it back to me for the second minion. Let's just give a scenario in that case where, lo and behold, you go to Davin and you realize you don't have your tefillin shalyad because you lent it to someone else. Now you only have tefillin shalraish. So you put it on. You put on the tefillin shalraish. The question is, what bracha do you make? Do you make the bracha al-haniyach tefillin? Do you make the bracha al-mitzvah tefillin? Do you make both brachas? So these are some of the questions that we have to answer. And I do want to point out, if at the time of davening you only have one, that doesn't exempt the fact, because let's say you lent it to somebody and he already went to work and accidentally took it with him and he wrapped it up and put it in his tefillin bag and went out to work, that doesn't mean one is exempt from putting on a tefillin shalyad. He still has to put on tefillin that day on his, on his arm. But we're saying at that point in time, when it's time to daven, to put on tefillin, he only finds himself with one tefillin. So I just want to give you one example where there are numerous examples where a case like this could happen. Mechabri says here in Sif Aleph, If he only has one of his tefillin, he makes the bracha when he puts that one on. He puts it on and he makes a bracha. Because each one, the tefillin shayad, the tefillin shayad, is an independent mitzvah. Turn the page. Next side of the page. If you have both of them, he has, in this case, he has a tefillin shayad, he has a tefillin shayad. The problem is, he has some type of maka, a wound on his arm, a wound on his head, he could only put on one of them. So he should put on the one he could wear. And it's the same point, because they're two independent mitzvahs. Tefillin Shalyad is a mitzvah, Tefillin Shalroish is a mitzvah. One should not make a mistake and think, well, if we're saying they're two independent mitzvahs, so then there's no concern of a hefsik if one puts on the Tefillin Shalyad to put it on Tefillin Shalroish. That is 100% incorrect. One has to make sure there is absolutely no hefsek. A person can't even wink to his friend who is coming into shul and he put on tefillin shalyad, he's taking out tefillin shalosh, and he sees his friends walking in, he didn't see him in who knows how long, and he gives him a wink. The rush, the place can say, even that wink could be is inappropriate and, and uh, one should make sure not to do anything while he's putting on the shalyad and shalosh. Says the Mishra on the same page, Sif and Aleph. Let's say the person has an oinus, shum oinus, he has a wound on his 
head or as a wound on his arm. Or the caravan, the boat, the flight, his flight's leaving and they're not going to wait for him until he puts on both of them. So he just puts on one of them, puts on one, and then he'll do the other one later. Now, the question is, which one of the two, if you only have an opportunity to do one of them, which one of the two takes precedence? Which one comes first? So do we say you put in the shalyad first? Because that's the normal way of putting on tefillin. You always put in tefillin shalyad first. Or do we say you should put on the tefillin shalyad first? Why is that? Because the tefillin shalyad is more choshev than the tefillin shalyad. The same way we put on our talis and then we're mailam b'kodesh, as we saw in Simon Chafei Sifale, from mailam b'kodesh to a tefillin itself, so too we're also mailam b'kodesh to the tefillin, from tefillin shalyad to tefillin shalraish. Tefillin shalraish is more important than tefillin shalyad. So that's the question. Haimi nayu adifa. Which one is more important? There are those that suggest, says the Mishnah that it's more important to put on shenich shalraish Put on the Tefillin Shalraish. That's it. That's the only one you can put on. You only have an opportunity to put on one now. Then you put on Tefillin Shalraish. Because this Kedusha is greater. Some say no, you should put on the Shalyad. Others say no. The Arches Chaim says, you should put on the, the Shalyad first. And then when you have the opportunity later, put on the Shalraish. Why is that? Because you shouldn't deviate and change from the order of the Psukim. First it says, Ukshartam, which refers to the Shalyad, and then says afterwards, Tofois So since it refers to putting on the film on your arm first, so if you only have a chance to do one, even though even though the Shalraish is more Hashem, more important, go according to the order of the Psukim. What's the case we're talking about? That's when you're able to later on on the road put on the second pair of tefillin, the second tefillin. But if later on, for whatever reason, you can't put on the second one. You have to make sure to put on the shalyad and shalraish before you leave for the trip. Because leaving on a trip and they're, they're not going to wait for you, that's not a heter to say, okay, I'm not going to be put on film today. That, that's not an excuse. If a person has rachman he has a wound, and, and the person can say, he can't. He has mamish. You know, he can't put on the tefillin shalyad on his on his arm. He can't put on the tefillin shalroish on his head. Okay, in that case, he pashit can't put it there. He has he has a makom. That's an oynus, but he should put on the other one. But in the case where they're just leaving, that's not an excuse not not to put on tefillin. Okay, that was sif aluf. We continue on to sif base. Mechaber says him ena maniach elo shalroish levad. If he only puts on the Shalraish. Let's say he's only on putting on the Shalraish. Why? Let's give an example 
where this person has a wound on his arm. What bracha should he make? Says the Mechab Mevarech Al Mitzvah's Tefillin Levad. So this is very interesting from the Mechaber. He says the bracha you make is Al Mitzvah's Tefillin. Now normally the Mechaber says a person who puts on Tefillin Shalyad and Tefillin Shalroish he does not make the bracha of Al Mitzvah's Tefillin. As we have learned, he only makes the bracha Lahaniach Tefillin with the comments once again. Just want to emphasize that point. That it's important to make sure we say lehaniach tefillin with the komatz, not with the patach lehaniach, because lehaniach means to remove. So a person is doing an act of placing the tefillin shalyad on his arm, and at the same time he's saying he's making a bracha to remove the tefillin. That that's incorrect. That's why to make sure to say lehaniach with a komatz. Okay. Now here the mechaber says you only make the bracha. Al mitzvah tefillin, because you're not putting on the shalyad. Normally, the mechaber says you only make one bracha al mitzvah uh, tefillin on both. Continues the Ramah says the Ramah says according to Bnei Ashkenaz who make two brachas on tefillin mevarich al shalroish levad shtei brachos. You should make two brachas on the shalroish. And if you only put it on the shalyad, then you only make the bracha lahaniach. But if you're putting on the shalroish, only the shalroish, says the Ramah, you should make two brachas, lahaniach tefillin and almitzah tefillin. Okay. Let's take a look here at the Mishra and Sivkot and Beis. Uladidon de Noyagin. So he's commenting on the Ramah. That says that you make two brachas. Take a look over there. But if you put on only the film shell yad, then you should only make the bracha lohaniach film. I'm a prima godim. Shehevi oid paiskim the sri luhu. The af al gav, the af al shel yad levad nami varach shte brachas. The prima godim brings that. There are Paiskin that say you should also make two brachas if you only put on Tefillin Shalyad. Until now, the Ramaz said you should put on the Tefillin Shalyad by making make only one bracha. You only have one Tefillin, Tefillin Shalyad, make the bracha, Lohaniach Tefillin. The Primagadim says there are other Paiskin that say you should make two brachas on the Tefillin Shalyad as well. Now, Ullah the Paiskim say you should only make the Einim Mavarech Al Shalyad Elo Lahaniach Levad. Only make the Bracha Lahaniach. The Balavach Yahari Rishayna Sriyuluhu, the Afilo Al Shteyan Nami Einai Mavarech Ela Achas. Because you have many Rishayim that will say that. In regards to the brachas and the tefillin, the afilo al shteyin nami ein mevarech el achas. You only make one bracha, and that's where the mechab is coming from. That's where the gra is coming from. That you only make one bracha. So in this case, he's saying la alach eskim achrim de ein mevarech al shliyad el lohaniach. Only make the bracha lohaniach on the shliyad. He says further imaniach shteyin v'loy beirich. Let's say a person put on a tefillin 
Shayad, put in Tefillin Shalraish. Veloy Beirich, but he didn't make the bracha. The Hadin who the Yivarich calls man Shahin Allah Vadain. The halacha is that he should he can make the bracha just as long as he's still wearing the Tefillin. In Higdim Beirich Shalraish, Tchilo Vachakach Shalyad. If you put on the Tefillin Shalraish, Higdim Tefillin Shalraish. Then in that case, first he puts on the shalosh, and then he puts on the shalyad. He does not go back and make a new bracha. But even the person who put on a tefillin and put on the shalyad, it didn't make a bracha. You should make a bracha on the shalyad before he makes the bracha on the shalosh. Now I just want to bring out another scenario that the Mishra is referring to in this case where, let's say, for example, a person picks up the Dalaminim. Picks up the Dalaminim. Mamish, he's so excited. It's Sukkis, first day of Sukkis. He picks up his Lulav. Tadas and the Rav is already in the Lulav. He picks up his Esrug, facing up, straight up. And he's Mamish, he's got the biggest smile. And then someone says to him, you know, you didn't make a bracha. I was watching you the whole time. You didn't make a bracha. Now let's backtrack. Before I finish my sentence, ideally, there are different things a person can be doing should be doing. Either he picks up the esrog upside down, or let's say he has kavana not to be yaitse. Fine. He didn't do any of that. The Aruch HaShulchan says, you can still make the bracha. Why? Because you're still also in the mitzvah. You're still involved with the mitzvah. That's not the way ideally you want to do it. Now, that's a similar case to what we have over here by Hechel's Tefillin. Ideally, you make the bracha before you make the, the kesher on your shalyat. As well as you make the bracha on your shalrash, for those who make a bracha on the shalrash, before it's resting on your head, before you you set your Tefillin shalrash well on your head. Like any other, other time we do a mitzvah, you make the bracha first. But that's the Chiddush over here. He's telling us that you're still involved with this mitzvah of tefillin, you can still make the bracha on the tefillin, even if you already put it on. He doesn't say it over here, but in order to have an oivel there are those that will, let's say, mimashmish, will touch the tefillin, and move it like a drop, or kiss the tefillin, this way you have the bracha, which is followed afterwards by an action of moving the tefillin. Okay, that was Simon Chavav, and now we come... Right away to the next simon, simon chavzayin, the very important halachas of the placement of where your tefillin belong. And the Mechavah tells us as follows, Mokum hanachasan shalyad, the place where your tefillin shalyad belong, bizroya on your arm, Mokum hanachasan shalyad bizroya small, on your left arm. And he's referring to a person who is a righty. A person who is a righty puts a tefillin shalyad on his left arm. Where? On your bicep, on your muscle. A person might say, well, I don't have any muscles. You know, you can't see my muscles. So it's the place where that bicep would be if a person would be spending more time in the gym. That's that's the that's where it is. We'll, we'll discuss this. And where is it? He says, which is in between the elbow and the armpit. The kuvda, the elbow, base shachi, and the armpit. That's where he's putting on his tefillin on his arm. Furthermore, v'yate hatfilo ma'at l'tzad haguf. 
take your tefillin shel yad and slant it a little that when you put your arm that has it on your arm straight down, it'll be directed towards your heart. As opposed to when you put your arm straight down, it's going shooting straight out. You want to be you want to be di- like resting to some degree on your chest. Yate hatfilo maat litzat haguf towards the body, maybe like in a 45 degree angle. She keshiyachoyf zuroyo lemato that when you put your arm straight down. You can negatively, boy. It'll be facing your heart, be towards your heart. The name of when you come to fulfill that which it says, and these things should be on on your heart. It's referring now to these things, meaning the tefillin and what's inside the tefillin are the words of the Torah. Okay, before we see the Ramah, let's catch up here with Sifkat and Aleph. Why do you put the tefillin on your left arm if you're a righty? Because Midrash it says in the pasuk Yodcha behei. What does it mean Yodcha on your arm? It says with a hey. Perish Yad Keya. So Chazal tell us Yodcha is a reference to Yad Keya. Keya is your weaker arm. The Hainu has small shehi tasha bekeya. So a person who is a righty by definition, his weaker arm is his left arm. A person who is a lefty, his weaker arm is a, the right arm. Most people are righties. That's just a, that's just the reality. So that's why he says over here from the drosh of yod cho behei with the hey is yad keya. That's why you put the tefillin on your yad tasha on the arm which is tasha vekeya on your weaker arm. This that it says ukshartam which means to tie them tie the tefillin ukshartam which means to write them. Maxiva biyamin just like the writing you do with your right hand. Shekain derech when yadam. That's how people write with the right hand. Af kshira bimin. So too, kshira, so too, the tying, meaning the, the straps, that the ritsuas that you go around your arm, also has to be bimin with your right hand. So if you're tying with your right, it has to be, you're tying it on your left. So for a righty, a person who is a righty, to put his tefillin on his right hand, he's not yotze. The Mishra says, even B'diyev is not yotze. That's why it's important, as we'll see, we'll go, more and more we learn, the person has to be careful to always take his tefillin with him. If it is a possibility, he might be sleeping somewhere. Always take your tefillin with you. The last thing you want to find out is you, you put on your bar to your friend who is a lefty, his tefillin, on the other arm, thinking, what's the difference? You put on tefillin, it says, no, you didn't put on tefillin. Not only that, as we'll see in the Mishtaru, which we saw earlier in Simil Chafei as well, a person borrows someone else's tefillin, and he doesn't know how to change the size of the Sharaish, and it's hanging down past his original hairline. Unfortunately, he did not wear tefillin that day either. Not only that, he made a brachal of Atala. Okay, let's continue over here in Sivkotin Beis, Babasat Tapuach, so the the tefillah, the tefillah shel yad, the tefillah shel yad should go on, on the baser. And this is learned now. The gemara it has to be on that place of the bicep. 
It's referred to as the elbow, the elbow. So you can't go too close down to the elbow. Sometimes people have it fill in, and it's 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 too close down. It's off your muscle. It's around two fingers. If you take your first, your index finger, your pointer finger, and your middle finger, and you put it by your elbow, you take your test test it right now, and then you pick up your arm, you'll feel your your muscle starting to elevate right after that. So it's around two fingers from your elbow. That's where approximately, some people might say three fingers, that's where the tefillin have to be above that point. Okay, let's see further over here. He says, doesn't mean literally at the top of the muscle. The Over there, the etzim doesn't mean like the top of the bone. Etzim is the bone, right? It doesn't mean little because that here he says the the meat the meat of your body is still very low. The place that the tefillin shall yad belong is It's when the muscle your flesh starts to get higher, and that's your muscle. Ramah is not coming to tell us any chidushim. And is only by the part where he says, Don't put your tefillin, the chatsi, Now, what that means is, you don't want to put your tefillin too high, close to your armpit. You do that, that's also a problem. It's just in the wrong place. The bottom line is the person's not wearing tefillin. If it's too high, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm putting four fingers on my arm right here after the muscle already. If a person's putting his tefillin in that spot over here, right, for those in the audio, just it's past, it's four fingers past the bicep going up to, towards your, your armpit. That's not where the tefillin belong, and the person is not to fill the mitzvah putting on tefillin. Even though you have a little tiny muscle part still there, that's not the placement of the tefillin. Mechaber agrees, and the Ramah agreed to the same point, that it's not the place of the tefillin, it's too high up. It's only from the half of the bone, or half of the bone, of the of the arm and downward, as we'll see in Siv Zayin. This that the Mechaber originally said, by the meat of the tapuach of the muscle of the bone. He's referring to the middle part going downward, the middle part of your bicep going down towards your towards your elbow. The girl agrees that any part of your arm is also permitted, your by your by your bicep is also permitted to put on the tefillin. Also, to the prisha agrees as well. However. Below the kibayrus, below the place where the, the bicep is, which is now already by, by the elbow. So the elbow is the back part. But 
in the front part, or the front of your elbow, that, that is already too low. If your tefillin are dangling down there, that's not the place of, that's not the place of the tefillin. Therefore, the Mishru says, it's not the only place in time where he writes this, that a person should be careful not to wear tefillin that are too large. Because a person who wears tefillin that are too large, what comes out is that the tefillin are not resting in the right place. It's not resting in the right place, he's not wearing tefillin in the right spot, he's not doing the mitzvah. What happens is that the end of the ketzitza, the end of the tefillin, are resting too low from the bicep. Unless you tie it on the higher part of the muscle, towards the armpit. And ideally one should not be putting the tefillin too high up because... There are those places in the Chavar that say, no, you should not be putting your tefillin too high up close to the armpit. It has to be in, in the middle of the armpit, towards the elbow, but not in the section of the, I'll call it a pocket of, of your elbow if you bend your arm upwards, like a 90 degree angle. Not in that pocket. Ah, however, Let's say a person only has large-sized tefillin. It's better to tie and put on the tefillin on the higher part of your muscle, of your arm. Where you still have some muscle. So if you have, if you have large tefillin, better to bring them higher up towards your armpit that starts on the end of your muscle and then will go further down towards your armpit. And you'll fulfill at least the opinion of the gra, who's and the prisha as well. As opposed to putting the tefillin in what I'm referring to is called the pocket of your elbow. Unfortunately, people do that sometimes. It's resting in the wrong spot. And there's a, it's two problems over here. One, the person is not putting on tefillin. He has not fulfilled the mitzvah of tefillin. Unfortunately, and two, he, he is making a bracha of atala. So here, a person might think he's doing the mitzvah and he's making the bracha. And unfortunately, he's doing the total opposite. He's not doing the mitzvah and he's not making the bracha. Okay, fine. So we're going to stop here with... with uh, the Mechaber, Pekam Yitzh Hashem, next year with the Ramah. And once again, just to review what we discussed here this morning, we spoke about in Simchavav, the person who only has one tefillin, he only has a Shalyad, only has a Shalraish. So each mitzvah, each tefillin is a separate mitzvah by itself. You should make sure to put on the Shalyad or the Shalraish. That's one of the halachas we learned. Another halacha is as to which one is more important if you only can put on one at a time at that moment. So that was another discussion in which we discussed whether the Shalroish is more important to put on the Shalroish. And others said, no, put on the Shalyad first because that's the order of the Psukim. Then um, we discussed if you only have one Tefillin, 
and you're putting on one, you make the brach, questions which brach do you make, and uh, after back and forth machlekes, it seems like better to make only one bracha on, on each. In other words, you make the, only lohaniach on the shalyad, and you only make the al mitzvahs on the shalroish. That was after the machlekes of that. We also said you're putting the tefillin on your weaker arm, yadkeya, and you want to put make sure the tefillin is on your basar. Most, most paiskim, everyone will agree that if it's on the lower part of your muscle, that's where it belongs. The gra and paiskim say in the higher part of the muscle is okay. Therefore, one should be careful not to have tefillin which are too large, as because you don't want it to go down past the place where it belongs.